going in. Joe Suchero. All right, pay attention here. I think we got a case of windmilling. Windmilling now? I believe we do. Okay. It's either windmilling or getting hoisted on your own petard. <laughs> a St. Paul Public Schools policy that discourages holiday celebrations will get a closer look following a parent's complaint. Just, just stop right there. A policy that discourages holiday celebrations. All right. Okay. We just, hey, uh, Chris, uh, we discourage that. Yeah, we don't, don't be we don't happy for God's sake. We discourage that. Yeah, let's not. Brian Sanders objects to the district's school-sponsored parties for Hmong New Year, which he considers a religious holiday. Speaking during a board meeting in August, he said the district ought to honor all cultures or none. Well, again, let's stop right there. I think that's the corner they're backing themselves into. Because they're so desperate, you know, make sure... No- Nobody can be offended. No, let's not do anything too Christy. Right. In a school board work session Tuesday evening, General Counsel Nancy Cameron said the district must consider whether the primary objective of a celebration is to advance or inhibit religion. All right. When you look at the Native American powwow or you look at the Hmong New Year, I'd say no, she said. Okay, so meaning this Mysterian, uh, what the hell's her name? Nancy Cameron is opposed to any uh, celebration uh, advancing religion. But when it comes to a Native American powwow or Hmong New Year, she'd say, "Eh, that doesn't really advance religion. It would only be Christmas or Thanksgiving or Easter or Halloween that would have some religious component. Not not Hmong New Year or powwow. Yeah, Hmong New Year, no. No, that wouldn't have a religious component. Even if the celebrations are on firm legal ground, Cameron said, the board ought to review its policy on holidays. It reads in part, schools shall discourage programs and festivities arranged to celebrate holidays and other special days and shall strive to eliminate them. Okay. Many schools ignore that. The holiday policy came under nationwide scrutiny. Nationwide? In 2016, after an elementary school principal canceled parties for Valentine's Day, Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. Wow. Changed schools. Amid the controversy, the board that year left the policy intact. The board said they would review it later, but that never happened. On Tuesday, the the board agreed to leave its policy review committee to have its policy review committee study its policies on both religion and holidays. Board member Marnie Zong said Hmong New Year is a celebration of the end of the year's work and harvest time. The holiday has a religious component, she said, but she hasn't seen that element reflected in school-based celebrations. So they're not recruiting Hmong Doesn't children. Thanksgiving have a, a an end of the year's work and harvest uh, yeah, I think that's, thankfulness? I think that's what you're thankful for. Part of it, do Jeannie Foster said celebrations are a good way for students to learn about each other's cultures. Mary Vanderwert said kids benefit from cultural celebrations. I think these things help preserve the grounding the kids need. I see real value in keeping some of those traditions alive for students. I think it enriches our city. The district's family engagement staff supports an annual Hmong New Year celebration at Washington Technology Magnet. Uh... Chief Operations Officer Jackie Turner said she told Sanders that if he wanted to organize a Swedish celebration at school, we would use our resources in the same manner. Jackie Turner is disingenuous and hypocritical because here's the problem. 
The whole point of this is to deconstruct what we used to know as our American culture. That no longer works because the Mysterians have insisted that traditional American culture marginalizes too many people. Therefore, traditional American culture is bad, meaning Christianity is bad. No more Christmas, no more Thanksgiving, no more Valentine's Day, no more Easter. None of those things that 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 have be, been examples of white privilege. Mm-hmm. Th- those can't fly. But we... But we have parties for the Hmongs, and we have parties for apparently apparently there's been Native American powwows, and there's been okay. uh, I, I think we have to accommodate Muslims who want to pray. Uh, you know, you know, who you really need to tip your cap to. Hmm. You know what group you uh, truly? I'm not even kidding. They've been put through hell for quite some time. No, nope. the Jews, the well, Jews who have gone through Christmas. Easter, yeah. St. Patrick's Day, St. Valentine's Day, and what have they done? You don't hear a lot of bitching, do you? N- not. You hear zero. Yeah. For for hundreds of years, they just they just said, well, you know what? Those Okay, let them have their you fun. Know, you, know, you know what the off. mystery is? You know what the mystery is? And, and here again, to wrap this up, the school board doesn't know if it's on foot or horseback. Right. They, they literally don't know. They they're misguided. They believe in their own sense of virtue, and they're full of B as in B, S as in S. And this guy who went to the meeting, Brian Sanders, he, he's right. He, hey, look, you either acknowledge everything or you don't. What's forgotten in there is American culture's out the door. That's gone. That right. horse has left the barn, and you're never putting it back it's, in. Uh, it's, it's not Easter break. It's spring break. Right. It's not it, Christmas break. No, it's the it's winter solstice. break. Yeah. So, so forget that. That's not coming back. That's gone. So now what are you going to do? You're going to have to, you know, if the Pacific Island Rim kids, but there might only be three of them, <laughs> yes. but they got, you know, Baba Booey Day. They, right. Whatever. I'm not right, ripping right. Yeah, no, I know They got to have gotcha. that. You got to have everything or nothing now. That's the corner you painted yourself into because you're running a tyranny. I found the C.S. Lewis quote I was looking for. What was it? Of all tyrannies, a tyranny sincerely exercised for the good of its victims may be the most oppressive. Mm. It would be better to live under robber barons rather than under omnipotent moral busybodies. The robber baron's cruelty may sometimes sleep. His cupidity may at some point be satiated. But those who torment us for our own good will torment us without end, for they do so with the approval of their own conscience. They may be more likely to go to heaven, yet at the same time likelier to make a hell of earth. This very kindness stings with intolerable insult. To be cured against one's will and cured of states which we may not regard as disease is to be put on a level of those who have not yet reached the age of reason are those who never will to be classed with infants, imbeciles, and domestic animals. Hmm. In other words, we're better off being run by the mob because they, they'll take a break once in a while. <laughs> right. These, these <clears throat> morons in the mystery, this has become their theology. They don't take a break. And now they're, now they're caught. They're caught between a rock and a hard place. In order to appease their own sense of virtue, they get rid of Christmas and they get rid of Easter. That's winter and spring. Okay, they win that. And now, and now, but they, but they didn't get rid of Mongs or Indians or Asian celebrations. So here comes a guy and goes to the school board meeting and says, "Well, wait a minute. Some of those things have a religious component, and now they don't know what to do." 
And they should have left well. Leave everything in place. There's nothing cooler than going to a powwow or learning about Native Americans and how they have survived over the years. Especially if there's the peace buddy. Yes, they got great headdresses and they can come in and, and it's a, it would be a fun day to learn about okay, that. Then, then, Nothing's cooler than a teepee. Okay, then what you're going to have is a school year so littered with celebrations that well, teachers yeah. will be able to make a justifiable claim that we don't have enough time to teach. So, again, this is the monster the Mysterians created. Mm. We certainly don't want any of these children exposed to what has always passed for a traditional American culture. They're postmodernists. They think a Hmong culture would be as good as an American culture. You know what? You're wrong. No, it wouldn't be. Nothing wrong with Hmong people. I'm just saying a Hmong culture would not be as successful as an American culture. Not when it comes to Agreed. entrepreneurship, Agreed. competition, exposure to capitalism, achievement, what have you. All of which Hmong kids are capable of enjoying. Well, look at every okay. bit. You've cited University Avenue. Why didn't they put up the flaming dragons and say, yes. welcome to Little Asia? All of those Hmong people that left their native country because it was not working came here and have shops or supermarkets or restaurants and they work hard, and they all pay cash. But you, you see the corner they've painted themselves yes, into. They're, they're we certainly can't expose you. We can't expose you what we consider to be marginalized. Here again, it's going to take Hmong parents and Native American parents and Black parents and Asian parents to go to these fools and say, "Quit doing us a favor." That's where your that's where your Minneapolis City Council place where they wanted change. Yeah, that's where it starts. Quit doing us a favor. But here's what they did. Well, we certainly can't expose these kids to uh, to the strength that's been America. That's not fair. They can't be exposed to Christmas. They can't be exposed to Easter or Thanksgiving. That all that's all emblematic of Christianity. We got to get rid of that. Oh, you have a monk celebration you want to do? Well, of course. Oh, you have a powwow you want to celebrate in school? Let's go in the gym and do it. Of course. And a parent comes along and justifiably says, "Well, wait a minute here." Wait a minute. You got rid of all the other stuff. Right. Why are you allowing this stuff? And now they got to have a workshop meeting and review it because they don't know they don't know if they're on foot or horseback. So, uh they're either going to have to go every celebration or none. I'd prefer none. You want them in school reading. Well, then there's a the fighting chance they might learn something. Huh. Uh the if if the if they had never done anything, which would have been the course to take, then We'd all be celebrating an American culture, and Hmong kids would be going to a Hmong theological ceremony on whatever day that would be, mm-hmm. and Indian kids would have a powwow as mm-hmm. part of their daily the or their spirit. weekly theology yeah. and whatever they want to do, and uh, Pacific Island Rim kids would do whatever they do, and the Jewish kids do what they do, and the Christian kids go to church on the weekend, and then once Monday starts, you're all the same. You're Americans. You're going to you. You want to celebrate your culture? Do it at home Monday through Friday. This is the this is an American school. We're going to help you learn to speak English. This is American history. This is an American dynamic we're following. Then the weekend comes and the kids want to go off to their various theological uh, resources. That's how it's always been in this country, right? Yeah, we've created a monster. No, we haven't. Well, we haven't. The there mystery, has been a monster created. The mystery has created the monster. Joe Souchere. 
destroyed academy. I don't need the sounder. I gotta make a note here. Uh, yeah, let's go to the destroyed academy. University of Southern California. Got it. Let me get this straight. USC is the private school. UCLA is the UCLA is the public, yes. When women disrupt, WWD, an intersectional feminist artist collective composed of Jessica Sabogal, Tatiana, Fazili Fazadeh, and Melinda James collaborated with students from Women Designing the Media for Social Change. Huh? The event started out with a class discussion, then a panel discussion with the three artists and the greater USC Annenberg community. The following day, the group, along with students, worked on an art installation called Dismantle Whiteness and Misogyny on This Campus. Take it down. No, put it up. They put it up, which can be found outside of the ASC building on USC's campus. The event was sponsored by the Institute for Diversity and Empowerment. It's, it's, you're diverse, okay, if so long as you're not white. That would not include whiteness. Right. The event was sponsored by the Institute for Diversity and Empowerment at Annenberg and USC Visions and Voices as part of USC's Annenberg's off-the-wall series of multimedia art. The Daily Trojan wrote a piece, Annenberg Mural Addresses Diversity and Empowerment. That's the school's newspapers on board. Annenberg is their journalism school. They're on board. Since the summer of 2017, WWD, that's Women Who Disrupt, has traveled throughout the U.S. installing small and large-scale art which call attention to racism, sexism, and xenophobia. By confronting communities in the public space with art that uplifts the voices and sacredness of people whom history is often rendered invisible and less than human, WWD's intention is to provoke greater... Uh, discussion and thinking about the institutionalized and everyday systems of power and representation that reinforce racism, patriarchy, and inequity. So they put up a sign that says, uh, what did the sign say? The sign said they put up, dismantle whiteness and misogyny on this campus. Would it be fair for me to include that they're relating misogyny to whiteness? Huh? A black rap music is misogynistic and full of sexual rape fantasy and uh, every other damn thing you can come up with. Yep. Why don't these hypocrites call that out? Uh, you can't do that. They get they get a pass. Okay. That's art. They get a pass. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. They've, some of them have been in the White House. Right. Uh, whiteness. These are the, I'm going to get the key words spelled for me now by the Annenberg Journalism Center at USC. So. I hope so for accuracy. And you wonder why the journalism's in trouble. Distinct from being white, 
Whiteness refers to an unmarked and unnamed place of advantage, privilege, or domination, a lens through which white people tend to see themselves and others, an an organizing principle that shapes institutions, policies, and social relations. Misogyny, the hatred of, contempt for, or ingrained prejudice against women or girls can be manifested in numerous ways, including social exclusion, sex discrimination, violence, objectification, demeaning, and idealized representation. In other words, everything 75% of rap stands for. Patriarchy, a political social system in which males hold a disproportionately large share of power, which is it any wonder to you? I'll finish that definition. Is it any wonder you you that we have among us these fruitcakes like the chick in Canada who who said, well, they're just a bunch of white young people who died in the hockey thing. No, they're really throwing out white I mean, privilege. It, do you understand how this is all getting linked together? You know what? This is another like racism, white privilege is doesn't hold water. It's 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 overused. Doesn't mean anything anymore. Doesn't mean anything. A politic uh, patriarchy, a political social system in which males hold a disproportionately large share of power, which insists males are inherently superior and endowed with the right to dominate and rule, which maintains male dominance through various forms of physical and psychological violence, which denies people access to full emotional well-being, which everyone is implicated in. B is in B, S is in S. Nothing but gibberish. Can't be backed up. I have oh. to take a break. Okay. But thanks to our good friends in uh, Owatonna, Minnesota at Federated Insurance, where it's their business to protect your business, and nobody does that better than Federated, it's Bruce Vale from the Wall Street Journal and Your Money Now. Well, we're seeing a bit of turbulence in the market again today. Stocks were mixed earlier. Now the market is lower. The Dow Jones Industrial Average taking a beating. That index is now down 218 points, uh, quite a bit more than an hour ago. So the losses for blue chip stocks are accelerating. The NASDAQ Composite is down 27, and the S&P 500 is down 14. All of this coming on the heels of yesterday's big run-up. With all of the news about Facebook in the news lately, if you're wondering whether anyone has gotten a hold of some of your personal information, there's a good chance the answer is yes. Some 2.6 billion digital records were stolen, lost, or exposed worldwide in 2017. That's a whopping 88% increase from 2016. Data breach incidents uh, were down 11% last year, but 2017 was the first year that publicly disclosed breaches surpassed more than 2 billion compromised data records. If you think a robot is coming for your job, you are not alone. A survey by the payrolls processing company ADP finds that one in three of us think our job will be automated in the next decade, and one in ten believe that a robot will take their job by the year 2020. Personally, I find that hard to believe. Back to work. Back to work. Everybody. Work, 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 work. And again, maybe not. I'm Bruce Vale with your money now on 1500 ESPN. Hey, don't quit your uh, day job over there, robot. Whatever, whatever that is, yeah. Yeah, whatever that is, it's good. Uh, speaking of which, you're taking a couple of days off? Uh, Thursday, Friday. Correct, you are, sir. Thursday, Friday? Uh, oh, good luck. I hope your replacement, Mr. Miller, doesn't sound very robotic. We'll find out Monday. Thank you very much. All right, talk to you later. Thank you very much, Bruce Vale. One more report coming in about once.com. Commencing Garage Logic Segment Number Eight.
Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. Partly cloudy and 45 degrees. This update brought to you by Robert W. Baird and Company. Twins and Astros playing the rubber game of their three-game series down at Target Field this afternoon. Right now, it's 8-5 to five Twins. They're in the top of the sixth inning. Twins with eight runs in the fourth. Astros uh, had taken a lead. How do you turn this on? I'm going to turn You oh, hit boy. the power button there. Joe. I did. I just hit the power button. Suits, the baseball gods are mad at height, though, because uh, oh, it was 8-2 oh, to two in the second inning. 8-6. Eight eight to, eight to we just had a home run. And 8-2 uh, to two in the second inning. And John said, boy, it sure looks like they're going to win the series. And I said, John, there's so much baseball left. You can't you can't say things just, like yeah, that. Yeah, John. Just to make sure things are factual, is 8-1 to one in the fourth when I said it. Whatever. So, same is thing. this my new TV? Uh, as we were speaking there, uh, Bregman from the Astros hit a home run. Uh, it's now eight to six uh, Twins. I believe Bregman has a double okay home okay, run okay, single okay. today. Why does it come on for me and oh, then wait, go wait, off? It's still on. It's still on. Chris, go help. Please. No, look, hey, look, don't guy. touch anything. My guy's got there it. Go. He's got the big clown Good, numbers. Now I can watch that one. <laughs> on and off. Eight to Boom. six Twins in the sixth. Uh, speaking of the Twins, their starter, Irvin Santana, he's headed back to Fort Myers where he'll begin his throwing program after getting his thumbs up. <laughs> Get it? Got From a it. couple thumbs of doctors, up. including hand specialist Dr. Thomas Vareca. He'll start a throwing program this afternoon. He couldn't play hockey. It's been more than two months since Santana had the operation. It's called capsular release debridement surgery on the middle finger of his pitching hand. I believe the former president explained to us what debridement meant at one point on the show. What did they do with the bride? Debridement, that's when you get a divorce and it costs you a lot of money. You're going to get debridement. (laughs) Debride. No more. Less. Big news. The bride meant to come home. You know I'm using in a sentence. Yeah, the bride meant to come home, but I was le- I left. You know what a hockey player would have done with that finger? Uh-uh. Wrapped taped a her up. popsicle stick around it, taped it up, and said, "Let's go here." Well, oh, I normally it, it agree with you, to, yeah, but go you, ahead. No, no, you it is tough throw a ball to with throw. You throw a ball with a stick, stick on your finger. Throw the puck around. Big giant middle finger stick. Big sickle stick right there. You can throw a ball. Wow. Uh, tonight, the Timberwolves playing the That's Nuggets. That's called defingerment. <laughs> playing the Nuggets at the Target Center. The winner. I wish we could hear from the current president. I'll, I'll try to see if I can call him. All right. <laughs> the telephone. Yeah, Timberwolves playing the Nuggets. The winner goes to the playoffs. The loser goes home. Boy, I just don't know where to be on that. Uh, it's exciting, but, you know. Well, it, what do you mean? You, well, you don't it know would be, be neat that they well, would make I, the playoffs. I guess I'm rooting for the home team, obviously, sure. but nothing will surprise me. It, it, it would be neat that they made the postseason, but they're basically signing up to get drilled in the first round. Well, anything can happen. Okay, no, well, I can tell you what's going to happen. <laughs> well, anything can happen. You can get a win. The Wilds playoff run gets underway tonight. They open up on the road, kicking off the best of seven against the Jets in Winnipeg. Is the NBA best of seven in the first round? Yes. Everything's now best of seven, huh? Yeah, the first round should be a best of five. I think so. It used to be for a long time. Mm-hmm. News notes from today. A high-speed chase through the East Metro over the noon hour today ended with a crash on Maryland Avenue. A Minnesota Department of Transportation traffic management cameras captured a lot of the chase, the subject of which appeared to be a dark SUV. It all culminated. Uh, this uh, video is on our uh, TV affiliate station, KSTP, mm. or on their website, I'm sorry, KSTP.com. It's uh, quite interesting. It culminated as the vehicle exited northbound Interstate 35E at Maryland Avenue, sped past a school bus, stopped at a light, and crashed along a frontage road in a backyard behind a freeway wall. The apparent driver then could be seen scaling a fence and running behind an apartment building before authorities were able to find him at a nearby 
house. One man is dead after authorities say he crossed light rail tracks in South Minneapolis against a train's right-of-way and was hit last night. Metro Transit spokesman Howie Padilla said officials were alerted about the incident at East 42nd Street and Hiawatha at 645. The crossing arms were down. Well, then if you get hit by a train, it's your fault. They were down and bells were audible when the man, an adult male, entered the tracks and was hit by a northbound blue line train. On a, was he on a bicycle? With a, Yes, a bicycle. The man was pronounced dead at the scene. Blue Line service was shut down for more than an hour. The man, as of now, has not been identified. Yeah, Howie said that they uh, the the things were down, the lights were on, and he must have just tried to zip around. Well, you get hit by a train, it's your fault. Mm-hmm. After tweeting about rockets heading to Syria this morning, the president uh, president added tweets to other subjects. He took issue with the widespread media reports of chaos gripping the White House, asserting that the atmosphere there is very calm and calculated. The tweets come as there are reports that the president has been fuming about the latest developments in the probe led by Special Counsel Robert Mueller, whom Press Secretary Sarah Sanders asserted yesterday Trump has the power to fire. Trump's morning tweets did not give any clear hints on his intentions regarding Mueller or others he's considered firing, including Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein, who oversees Mueller's probe. He did take aim at both Mueller and Rosenstein as conflicted and attempting to overreach with their authority this morning on Twitter. Who's playing first base for the Twins today? Logan Logan Morrison. Morrison. Mm -hmm. The old boy can't play a day game after a night game, huh? He's the agent. Is he? Yeah, he's in the lineup. He's got a hit already. All right. He's so, hitting pretty well this year. You sound like uh, Heights friends on Facebook. Mm-hmm. God, I just like it. There's <laughs> one especially. Loved a guy, but yeah. Uh, John Boehner is heading for the boardroom of a cannabis company, former Speaker of the House announced today. The Ohio Republican tweeted, I'm joining the board of Acreage Holdings because my thinking on cannabis has evolved. I'm convinced descheduling the drug is needed so we can do research, help our veterans, and uh, reverse the opioid epidemic ravaging our communities. Boehner was speaker from 2011 until his resignation from Congress in 2015. He was appointed to the board of the Advisors of Acreage Holdings, a multi-state cannabis business that aims to make cannabis available to any patient who can benefit from safe and reliable access. His decision to join the board is a marked shift. Back in 2009, he was, in his words, unalterably opposed to any legalization of marijuana. Pope Francis has admitted he made grave errors in judgment in Chile's sex abuse scandal and invited the abuse victims he had discredited to Rome to beg for their forgiveness. In a letter published today, Francis also summoned Chile's bishops to the Vatican for an emergency meeting in the coming weeks to discuss the scandal, which has badly tarnished his reputation and that of the church in Chile. Francis blamed a lack of true and balanced information in his missteps of judging Bishop Juan Barros, a protege of Chile's most notorious predator priest. Francis strongly defended Barros despite accusations by victims that the priest witnessed and ignored their abuse. A popular Reddit account linked to the Russian trolling company Internet Research Agency circulated a fake Hillary Clinton sex tape on the website during the 2016 U.S. presidential election. How many hits could that have gotten? What, three? Somewhere into that. God almighty. Reddit user Ruben Jair shared a gif of the false pornographic video. Let's hope that in this case it was blurry. Well, I hope it was blurry. Shared a gif of the false pornographic video uh, titled Leaked Hillary Clinton's Hotel Sex Tape with Black Guy to one of Reddit's most popular subreddits called The Donald and others. 
Roger, uh, Ruben Jair shared the graphic content, both as GIFs and videos in 2016, ahead of the election. Although it appears from comments made, most Reddit users were skeptical that the post was real, which it wasn't. The fake video has been posted and reposted. I never saw such big ones. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the fake video has been posted and reposted several times to pornographic websites. Reddit has banned Ruben Jair, but will keep the account temporarily preserved for purposes of transparency, according to Reddit. What knockers? Oh, thank you, doctor. <laughs> I think hot sauce is good for you. With a- it's very, uh, it's very you rough. You like pie? <laughs> it's very Not rough. Not anymore. It's very rough in Portsmouth, Virginia. What How rough is it? In ice How cream, rough is it? Thank you, Rook. Yep. An ice cream truck driver told police that a, what looked like a uh, middle, That's too few eyeballs <laughs> watching too much meat. That a middle school-aged boy pointed a gun at him and robbed him. Ice cream truck driver. What? Daily Press, uh, Daily Press reports... Can't rob an ice cream truck. No. 30-year-old... They won't po- come back to the neighborhood. That's right. 30-year-old Portsmouth man told police he was approached by a group of five or six boys who looked to be in middle school while he was in the truck Sunday. One of the boys asked for ice cream while the other stayed back. Driver says he handed over the ice cream and the boy pulled out a weapon and pointed it at him and demanded all of his money. I have an ice cream truck question for you, for you fathers. Mm-hmm. Is it bad that when I can hear it in the summertime, you know, roaming through the neighborhood, I go... Boys, we should hear this song, and I crank it up so they can't hear no, the ice cream truck driving the through. Right. The- and then, you know, go reward them by getting them an, an icy that you've purchased that's in your freezer. Yeah. So they don't get used to, every day at 410, they're paying $17 for two Thank you know, you. strawberry okay. shortcakes. Wow. You guys yeah. are mean. Well, it is a ripoff. Plus, I've heard the music you listen to. That's kind of child abuse. Well, I just do. Right. Yeah, right. Crank up <laughs> what whatever. Is it, train? On. Train or uh, Coldplay? What do you got? Is there a guy in St. Paul uh, with a ice cream box on the back of a bike? I think I've what? seen. That. I've seen. That. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. No, I've seen. Does those. it say free ice cream? A cooler, but you. But it's a cooler. Yeah, Don't confuse him with the coffee delivery guy that has those same that same I, style I, I, of bike. I'm unaware of the coffee delivery oh, guy. No, it's you're like thinking peace coffee or whatever. You're thinking of the guy with the van that says free candy. Oh, that's the oh, guy. Oh, yeah. he's down by the river. University of Garage Logic, 98. College of Self-Esteem, zip, nada, nothing. Here's Joe Suchere. Here's Nicole Mitchell. Hey, guys. Well, it is 45 degrees right now, and this is actually one of our warmer temperatures we're going to see in the next week. Uh, overnight tonight, look for 38 degrees. Tomorrow, near 50. Our average should be in the mid-50s, So, uh, but that's warm given what we've seen this month. And we've got a few showers moving in for this evening. Nothing too significant. Tomorrow stays mostly dry, but Friday, rain, maybe in a couple thunderstorms. And then when we get on the cold side of that, temperature's still in the 40s. But by Saturday and Sunday, we're back in the 30s. And that moisture turns from rain, maybe a little freezing precip overnight Friday into Saturday, and then a good chance for some snow mixing in on Saturday. So enjoy these next couple milder days while we've got them. Winter is still kind of rearing her ugly head from time to time. And I know you like the uh, 
highs and lows. Record high, April, 83. April, Doesn't April, that sound April, nice? April 11th is 83. Yeah, that was in 1968, and 1968. the record low is 12 from 1940. All right, thank you. Okay, okay you got the whiteies coming in here? Let's finish out this uh, Wasted Hours. You got the whiteies coming in here? Yeah, what do you got? What do you got in the whiteies? Did he go record again? No, he's no I'm right here. What, here. What do you, it oh. sounds like you're only going to get one game in. Yeah, that was... Uh, and you lose three games of a four-game series? But Detroit did, didn't they? At least this is a divisional opponent. The yeah. White Sox come back here, I, I don't know exactly when, but they make another, another trip. Seattle has to come here on an off day right. to make up the game that they did... Uh, that they lost on Sunday. It sounds like you'll get tomorrow's game in, but Friday sounds doubtful. Saturday sounds doubtful, and Sunday sounds doubtful. But you know darn well they're going to want to get one of those in. Yeah, it, it, tomorrow, you would tomorrow's almost... fine. Tomorrow's fine, but you would almost... Yeah, we got tomorrow. The Play problem a doubleheader is tomorrow. That, and I was going to say that, but baseball will never go... They will never do the preemptive strike. Mm-hmm. They'll just They'll just never do that because there's ticket holders and it's just it's just a nightmare to try to you know reschedule some of these games early well you know i agree but what are you gonna do the, and the thing is the, the schedule's never gonna change baseball owners are never gonna give up the dates we can complain about it as much as we want and i agree with a lot of it it's just this is just how it's gonna be there's gonna be cold games at the beginning of the year what did nicole say the temperature was right now 45 I've been following a story. You know, it's not just here that there's a decline in moral and ethical integrity. Mm-hmm. Where else? There's a guy in England, he's 70, how old is he? Uh, 78 years old, and his wife's got the dementia, and they're in the house in okay. East London. Okay. And Henry Vincent, 37, he breaks in and attacks this homeowner with a screwdriver, wanted to rob him. Okay. They're in the kitchen, a scuffle ensues. Uh, the old timer, the old timer, uh, Richard Osborne Dash Brooks, he stabbed the guy who later died at the hospital. Good. That's the way it's supposed to be. That's the way it's supposed to work. The way it's supposed to be. He was arrested, but then quickly uh, released. And uh, when it was, uh, you know, established that he was merely defending his home. Well, repeatedly what's been happening is the family of Henry Vincent, 37, the thug. Yeah. They keep setting up memorials in front of the guy's house. Teddy bears and flowers and... And all of his friends and relatives. Let's celebrate show up. the POS, huh? Yeah, let's it, celebrate them. Well, it's they're 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 a family of travelers, which apparently is the sensitive way to say gypsy. Okay, but, but we, you you know the the Daily Mail today, of course, had fifty seven pages on this, with about forty five pictures. The all the tabloids have been following it all week, and basically, the narrative is that. Vincent had every right in the world to go into yes. that house and not be killed. Yes. Well, B as in B, S as in S. I, at this point, if they're going to taunt, if I was the old man, I'd start taunting too. Well, he's got his, his camp tears down the memorials every time they go up. Yeah, then but the when, travelers come back and reestablish the memorial. Yeah. So we're on about our fifth tear down and set up of a new memorial. Why don't they take it to the cemetery? Uh, yeah, I'd get a nice big fire hose. And just start spraying oh, the hell. Out of I stuff. would taunt the hell out of that family and say, "You're you're dumb person who is dead, and I'm so glad he's dead. Uh, I, I killed him because he tried to kill me." And the relatives of the murdered thug, yeah. who's got a criminal record, say that 
this the homeowner shows no remorse. Amen to that. Well, why should he? This is all he needs to show those people. Right. Right here. But do you uh, want to start taunting a family that are capable of this that know no, where you no, live? No, no, no. I'm not taunting them. That's rookie who's that stupid. Yeah. I'm not going to taunt them. But I don't want the fa- flowers up in my yard. Take them to where you got to. Take them to your own house. Well, if you're Her a traveler, take really them to sad. your wagon. Take them to your wagon. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so they keep the the uh, travelers keep putting up the the monuments and saying, "Hey, he's a father. He has three daughters, uh, and he and he tried to kill me, and 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 he has he had no he should not have died. Well, then he shouldn't have broken into the house. That's correct. He made his decision. He made his bed. Some of these uh, moral and ethical conundrums really aren't conundrums, are they? They're not. They're pretty simple when you break them down. Uh, and women keep showing up, the travelers, yeah, to, sh- to attach flowers to the fence around the guy's house. Then the guy's buddies tear down the flowers. And then uh, police have received complaints that the shrine is threatening. But for now, they say, well, there's no crime committed uh, by putting up the flowers. Oh, I don't know what the UKs mean when they call retired people a pensioner. I guess they means a retired retiree, somebody yeah, on pensioner. a pension. Uh, firefighters Not- fitted smoke alarms today at the home of a pensioner who killed a burglar amid fears of reprisals while door-to-door salesmen were trying to sell burglar alarms to neighbors. So the, the travelers have put the fear of God into the neighborhood. Yeah. By saying we ain't leaving here, you you killed our man. I would uh, I would seriously start to talk. Maybe even go to you know the, they have those little L's, the animatronics things mm-hmm. during Christmas time, like at the malls of it opening up a a box or something like that. Maybe he needs to have a little reenactment to show him, you know, it's, something like this. You know, like it's in the Lewisham uh, area. Let's Lu- spell it. Spell no 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 no. Spell it. L e w i s h a m. Lewisham. Lewisham. Yeah, it's quite a illusion. illusion. Say it so fast, you know, it doesn't matter how you say it. Well, yeah, illusion, it, yes. And it's uh, also in Hither Green, southeast London. Yes, Hither Green. Southeast London is uh, right by the south of London. <laughs> so I'm from the south, uh, sir, yes. So it's Lewisham, Hither Green, southeast London. Quite, uh, you have to travel quite a bit if you go to Birmingham. What? You have to travel quite a, quite a ways if you go from Birmingham. Sir, what do you call pickles from where you're from? Oh, those are gherkins, bloody awful things. Gherkin. You like a butter gherkin? Uh, it's bloody awful things. I try to avoid them. Mm, I love a Especially butter Especially if I'm in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. You're having a laugh at me. I love a butter gherkin. Now you're having a laugh. You like a sweet gherkin? You're having a laugh? I am. You have a sweet gherkin? Sweet gherkin. Yes, uh, uh, very garlicky. No, no, sweet. Um, I like garlicky. Yeah. It's pickle. Pickle brine. Pickle brine. Never had a relationship with a tree. Joe Sujere. Quite the night for uh, the clicker, the remote. Rook yeah, and I were sure. just discussing the uh, the six year old is beyond excited for the hockey game tonight. Well, that's at six. Oh, and then the Timberwolves to... are at seven. Mm-hmm. The way this game's going, the Twins might be in about the eighth inning. You got. Uh... He's not more excited than. Uh, Matthew Jr., who oh, will sure. be shouting or praising the television, <laughs> like his grandfather used to do. Well, there's not much you can do at home about it. That would be fun to go up there for a game. You know, I was damn tempted. Hey, I I remember I had tickets. Yeah, that was had... not, why are you going to the game on Friday? Uh, 
Hey, mm. save that um, sheet for Pat. I'm going to read him the Bert email. Okay, good, good. And, and we'll good. see what his reaction is. Good. People are here by circle. Yes. 1500 ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's 45. 